Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. On this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we got Reunion Part 1 and the ladies were coming for Dorit, a.k.a. Little Red Riding Hood. But does she deserve it after leaking Kyle's texts and all of her unconscious Karen behavior throughout the season? We are going to get into it all, but make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any Bravo Breaking News. Of course, there has been tons this week. Kim has been one busy lady, so make sure you guys check out all of her updates on everything going down with Scandaval, with the lawsuits, with Leah. There's lots. It's, you know, it's hard to be a Bravo fan these days. It is tough. And honestly, like talking about the reunion is a little bit of like a respite. It's a little bit of like a lighter moment in the darkness that we have been, you know, going through this week. Even though some people might not think of it like that, especially Dorit, because Dorit, was the punching bag of part one. But maybe she deserves it a little because, of course, we started the reunion with her leaking Kyle's text. We all saw it in the preview. But, you know, she's pulling Erica aside and being like, look, you know, Kyle's talking about me exaggerating our friendship in the media. Then she sends me this long ass text to silence me and manipulate me. And it's like, what do you think that Kyle's trying to keep her from saying? Obviously, there are things maybe off camera that maybe were discussed but is she trying to like keep Dorit from bringing up like the Morgan claims I think she was just saying let's not get into the fact that we're not speaking right now that's where I thought she was coming from like let's just pretend like we're all good you know and there's like everything it's it's business as usual between Kyle and Dorit I didn't I think that she didn't want to read to say like, well, you know, Kyle and I haven't talked in a couple weeks or in a couple months and like hash that out at the reunion. I think that's all she was trying to say. Well, I mean, that was like the end card on the finale that they haven't spoken right. in two months. But now that I'm talking about it, I don't know. I think it maybe had to do more with the Kathy of it all, maybe because like Kyle kind of shut Dorit down when Dorit wanted to like hash that back out. Um, but Anyway, there's drama happening before they even get to the couches. Yeah. And of course, you know, they're all waiting. They're all arriving on set. I have to say the set looked really nice coming, especially coming from Salt Lake City's like, you know, disaster of whatever it was. Pirate meets ice. I, I don't even know what was happening. Someone was definitely high when they dreamed up that set concept. But this is a nice little backyard cocktail party. And everyone's there except Dorit. She's the last to arrive. She is literally being sewn into her dress. I had pro Project Runway flashbacks. You know, like there's always those challenges where the designers are sewing their models into the dress at backstage, just hoping that it doesn't rip as they walk down the runway. And I just want to get your thoughts. Like, what, what did you think about Dorit's look? You know, she went for it. You know, like I've been kind of I've been underwhelmed with Dorit's looks this season. You know, like, I, I don't know. There are theories that the money's all gone. She has oh. money to spend on the clothes and stuff. I thought it was dramatic. It was a look. It got people talking. I'd rather it be that than be boring, to be honest. Yeah, I will agree. I think 
most of the looks were pretty underwhelming on this reunion and she at least took a risk i think it had potential but it just wasn't quite right like the hood was too far back you could see the clip that was holding it in she usually like you know when she goes for something she usually nails it and this just like sort of was not hitting the mark quite right yeah i don't know but she arrives on stage and it seems like nobody's really happy to see her that includes kyle who she's probably like the closest with or so we thought Um, But they kind of immediately dive into Kyle and Dorit. And it's really interesting because, you know, Dorit brings up the text message. But what I think is behind this drama is that Kyle doesn't know that she leaked the entire text message, that we read the entire thing. So that is not what Dorit brings up on stage. She just says she was sent a text from Kyle the day before. And, you know, Kyle's basically pissed that Dorit brought up the Mauricio issues on camera, kind of doubled down on the Morgan of it all and stuff. And she, again, doubles down on the fact that they're like not really friends. I don't know. This is kind of like coming out of nowhere. I understand that Dorit brought up these things, but I don't know. It's not feeling like Dorit is the one responsible for all of this happening. I think you're right. I think there might be a little bit of misguided anger here on Kyle's part. But I do think she probably felt like she could trust Dorit to kind of not, you know, cause more drama in her life. And she just didn't like it that she seemed to not be going down that route. She did bring up several times, you know, like, how are you and Mo? Are you guys talking? Like, what is what's going on? You know, what's going on with Morgan? It's weird that you're tattooing her and all that stuff. And Kyle said, or, you know, Dorit says all the Morgan stuff was already in the press, which is true. But I think as a friend, Kyle probably expected her to not like fuel that fire. And she did. And I can see why Kyle's hurt. Like I kind of see both sides. But at the end of the day, Dorit had to know that if she's going to leak that whole text message, like, I mean, that's kind of hard to come back from. It is. I mean, word on the street is that Kyle is done with Dorit. They are no longer friends. I think I think it was already, you know, headed that direction before. But I don't know. It's crazy. Of course, you know, we don't get to the Mauricio or the Morgan of it all quite yet. We're going to be saving that for part three. So we get these kind of little segments from, you know, different people. The first is Garcelle. And of course, what we're going to talk about is who? Garcelle and Dorit. Like, Dorit is getting, like, getting the heat from every single girl, it seems like, this week. So, Garcelle's coming after her, and it all stems back to them laughing about the F.U. comment from Jax, which I think it's just so funny that Erica's just, like, sitting there in silence. Like, when she's the one that did this, but now Kyle and Dorit are suffering the repercussions. It's kind of, I don't know, it's interesting, but you know, Garcelle doesn't want to back down. Like, it seems like they made up, you know, during the season. But I think it's kind of been rehashed and it hasn't helped that Dorit has taken to social media and kind of embraced her living in her bubble. You know, Garcelle's not okay with it. I loved the comment when Garcelle was like, you know, you were robbed. You were literally attacked. So you should know the difference. And I feel like that alone should like, shut Dorit down. Definitely. And I think it kind of did. But 
Yeah, the bubble thing was so weird because we all thought the same thing when she posted that on social media, right? We're like, she is doubling down on what she did in the episode. You know, she's saying, I'm happily ignorant, basically. But on the couch, Dorit was trying to say, that's not what I was saying. You know, I wasn't throwing my finger up. I, I wanted to say something against that. And and even Andy was like, that's not how it came across. Like, honey, no. And so I just don't know what's not mathing for Dorit right now. But like, she just keeps making so many missteps where I used to enjoy watching her and kind of, in, you know, I enjoyed her sort of quirkiness and like just air of I don't really know what's going on but now it is getting a little bit like irresponsible and tired yeah it is and you know I I don't think she brought much to this season but she was kind of the focus of this reunion you know like I guess it moral of the story is she's done a lot of things wrong but I don't know I think she has a lot to answer to and you know a lot of people think that she leaked the text to start more drama and get her diamond back next season which i think is a plausible theory oh totally plausible okay so then we got this moment i can't even remember how we got here but we started talking about the morgan rumors and the andy mentioned that you know a couple years ago there were rumors that kyle and teddy were involved because they were close friends and you know, Kyle was really bothered by it back then. She doesn't seem to be as bothered by it now. She's even saying like, you know, she would consider being with a woman maybe in the future. And Andy asks her what changed. And she, she says, you know, I've just, I've really like sort of taken the blinders off in the way I look at things. And she's decided to not be so like strict in, in her beliefs. And, you know, we get Sutton throwing it out there like, well, if you if you were to date a woman, like we would embrace you, we would support you. I thought it was cute. And this was such like a random little Easter egg in the middle of a conversation that had nothing to do with this. I feel like the editors are like dropping these little moments just to like feed us the audience. Like, I don't want to get too off track, but like, do you really think that like there's going to be a bombshell that Kyle comes out during part three that she's a lesbian? Like, I, that's what everybody's saying. There's Dumois blinds about it, but I find that hard to believe. Like, I don't think that's going to be the bombshell. I think the bombshell is going to be that she's going to confirm that there was infidelity in the marriage. Oh, well, I mean, that, I guess that's not really a bombshell. Was the infidelity with Dorit? No, I don't think so. I think there would have been like, an, I think we would have heard about it by now. I know there's always been that rumor, but I just don't. I, I don't see that being the thing. And I say bombshell because Kyle hasn't ever confirmed it. You know, she the most we got was in the like last 10 seconds of the finale of her saying, you know, trust was broken and I can't come back from that. But before that, it was always, no, there's no one else. There's no cheating. It's nothing like that. It's just, you know, little things and I'm not getting the support that I need. So I think to them it might have felt like more of a bombshell because it was the first time she really came clean with it. But I don't know. I'm just speculating. No, I think that's like a more realistic theory. You know, like we tend to like run rampant with our conspiracies. And I, I think that's more realistic. I don't think we're going to get some epic bombshell, but I don't know. Time will tell. We got a few more segments, one of which is with one and done Anna Marie. You know, I just think, that if you are a full-time housewife 
and you have a reunion segment that is less than 10 minutes long, the math isn't mathing, you're done. Like you're you're done. Anne-Marie like had her segment and I have a feeling we will not hear her for the rest of the reunion, but she clears the two things up that were her two storylines. And that is, is she a nurse or a doctor? You know, her and Crystal go head to head. Crystal insists that she introduced herself as a doctor, but you know, she would never intentionally misrepresent because there's all this political unrest between anesthesiologists and nurse anesthetists. And it's like, I can't, I just can't. I don't know what you thought about that. And then, of course, she apologizes for the esophagus, which I think we all needed. She knew she went too far with it. She carried it way too far. She apologizes about the eating disorder. So I don't know. I think that that's really all we needed from Anne-Marie. And I but think we can be yeah, done with her. Yeah, I agree. But here's the thing. It's like if she wanted to try and save her her role for next season, she needed to come with more energy, right? She seemed like she had taken a Xanax or something. She was very calm. I think in her head, she was like, I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to yell. But like, that's not what it doesn't come across well on TV. It just comes across like you just don't care and you're boring. And we don't want boring housewives, you know, like if you're a housewife, you kind of need to fight and yell a little bit. So when Crystal was kind of coming at her and she kept saying, I'm not fighting, I'm not yelling, I'm not going to raise my voice, I'm not going to raise my voice. It was like, no, I. this is the moment where I need you to raise your voice because now you just seem apathetic and I, I'm uninterested because you seem disinterested. Totally, totally. I mean, it probably didn't help that Andy started with like the loss of her mom. Like, I, I will, of truth, I feel for her. That was really, really bad. And like to come from that and like, you know, pull a 180 and start talking about these ridiculous things like probably isn't the easiest thing now I'm thinking about it. But I agree. She should have brought way more. I just I don't think we're going to see her back. Now, I do want to ask you, though, because Anna Marie basically said, well, Crystal, you've had a pattern of lying as well. You know, we've had the the 14 friends thing like that was kind of weird. We had the Sutton dark comment thing that was a little strange. You know, she said something with Sutton said something that was so dark she can't even repeat it. And then later it was revealed it was more just a feeling that I had. And then we get Crystal saying, I never called these ladies uneducated. Cut to clip of her calling these ladies uneducated. So Crystal's calling Anna Marie a liar. Anna Marie is calling Crystal a liar. Like, where do you stand on this? On Crystal specifically? You know, that's a great question because I just think that... I, I think that this fight is stupid, and I, I I think the same thing about Crystal that I do about Anne-Marie. I don't think she's bringing a lot. I, I think I agree with your earlier theory that Crystal did actually say these things. She didn't deny it again here. She kind of, you know, pivoted and, like, went towards Dorit once again. And I don't know. I just feel like Anne-Marie was thirsty for a little bit of a storyline, even though she says Crystal was. And I feel like Crystal... I don't know, also doesn't bring much to the table. So I, I don't... Yeah, they're kind of the same. They are. They kind of like equal each other out. And like when they're both fighting, it's almost like neither one of them... Like I can root for neither one of them. Yeah. It's like my stance is like, eh. Yeah. Okay. So then Crystal does address Dorit again in the hot seat about the child bride comment, which was definitely messed up. And, you know, Dorit again, just doesn't get it. You know, she says, well, Priscilla Presley was called a child bride. 
But it is different because as Crystal points out, you know, she's Asian and that adds like it makes that comment more offensive. And, you know, she's saying I have a hundred million dollar coconut water company. And later Dorico's, well, I think I'm the only one here with a college degree. And it's like, you're literally sitting next to a nurse, like, who of course has a college degree. And it's like, Dorit, you know, I don't know, like, here's your chance to kind of make amends and you're just not getting it once again. Yeah. Okay. So two things, I guess, you know, I'm also questioning like where Dorit stands and what she's bringing. I guess she's bringing, you know, conflict because everybody's coming at her. But yeah, Dorit, this was the wrong move. I I think Garcelle said it best, like, just like shut up and listen or like say right. less. You know what I mean? She's like always so defensive. She's like, oh, I meant this, but I did this. Uh-huh. I, you know, it's kind of like coming off a of Sandoval, like excuse after excuse. Just like sit and listen and apologize and know that that was like out of line. Um, totally. When Andy's telling you to sit and listen, like, you know that you better take a minute and and listen. And then the like hundred million dollar company. I saw something on Instagram. I think it was Queens of Bravo who posted like somebody asking Crystal, why don't you show your company on the show? And Crystal replies, I don't need to, which I get it. She doesn't need to promote her business. It's already successful. But that could be a really great storyline for her. We love to see entrepreneurial women. We love to see, you know, for lack of a better term, like girl bosses, you know, like running businesses, being successful. Sutton did it this season. Like, why don't we see more of that from Crystal? I I don't get it. I have a theory that the board doesn't want her to. They don't want to bring that brand into the drama and they don't want it associated with, you know, any sort of scandal. I think I, I was looking into it and it seems like her and her brother founded the company. But as we know, you know, the founders don't get to make all the decisions, especially if they bring on investors and if there's a board like they can't just do whatever they want. And so I feel like that's probably why. It's giving, I am on the board of the American Ballet <laughs> Foundation. Like, okay, I don't know what her coconut water company is called, but okay, I see that. I see that. All right. So we kind of end this first part with Kyle, Kyle and Dorit again talking, you know, Dorit saying that she never wanted to come between Kyle and Kathy. And I mean, I am a little bit understanding of Dorit in this part because Kyle said she was really hurt by Dorit sort of defending Kathy last year at the reunion. Dorit literally said one thing. She said, I think Kathy just wants you to take a little bit of responsibility. And Kyle immediately says, Dorit, I don't want you interjecting. And Dorit says, all right, got it. And if she's going to hold a grudge for that one comment for this long, like, that's a little crazy to me. She didn't even really defend Kathy. She's just trying to help bridge the gap in the communication. And so, but Kyle, I don't know. She held on to that and then she's let all these other things pile up with Dorit. And so she, I don't know. There's just like, there's this blocker here. And I wonder if that's why Kathy gets brought on. Cause we don't, we still don't know why Kathy is there. She wasn't part of this season. So there's no real reason for her to be here. I agree. I mean, I think that in part two, are we going to see like Kathy enter stage right? Because this would be the perfect time for her to chime in and talk about, you know, her friendship with Dorit and kind of get in the middle of this. 
Um, I do have to say, though, it's pretty iconic of Kathy, who was a friend of, to be talked about this much throughout the season. I mean, she was a through line throughout this entire season. They're bringing it back up at the reunion. So, of course, she has to step in. But it will be interesting because she is going to be sitting right in the middle of Dorit and Kyle. So I am interested to see what she has to say. And, you know, this does open the door for her to come back next season. So maybe we will have a Kyle, Kathy, Dorit feud brewing at the beginning of next season. I like the way you're thinking. All right. Well, that was part one. We will be here to recap parts two and parts three, which hopefully will be even juicier And until then, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following Bravo Breaking News on Instagram because there is news coming in left and right and Kim is on top of it all. And for that, we thank her for her service. Oh, thank you. And make sure you follow at Lisa Not Rena and we will be back soon. Bye. Bye.